At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote what does every grocery store aisle now have in common Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Our number two uh, final countdown here on VSIN, Matt Brown. John the Von Tobel on the desk with me. Stormy's over there giving a, a keynote or something. She's like a very important person over at uh, the Global Gaming Expo, G2E, right. if you will, right down the street. Everyone that's important is all in town. And then they ask you to go be on panels or speak or whatever, stuff like that, unless your name is Matt Brown, which then they don't do that. Or John Vontol. Yeah. Or Jonathan Vontol. Yeah. John Vontol was my dad. Yeah. No one asked me No one asked me to do anything. And it's, you know what? I'm smart. You know what? I'm smart. I got smart things to say. I could be smart on one of those panels. Tell people exactly what they should be doing in this industry. All right. So we were talking Teaser Tuesday here. Again. Sorry, I was, I was staring away. The Seattle Mariners are opening back up. Six to two. Oh, yeah. six to two. Verlander. Getting shelled here in game one at home. Julio Rodriguez, he's good at baseball. He's pretty good. Yeah, man. he's good at baseball. He's going to be real good at baseball continuing on. Um, Tampa Bay Bucks, Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, this is the one that really jumps off the page to me. Yes. Eight and a half Bucks are favored. You can take this down to two and a half, obviously. A 43 and a half total. Pittsburgh Steelers look completely broken. They're starting a rookie quarterback who, don't get me wrong, I think will be fine in due time. That's not to say that he's going to be able to do anything against this Bucks defense. Listen, the offense has certainly not given us anything to jump up and down about, but the defense has continued to play really, really good for this Bucks squad. This was the first one when I was kind of looking through, John. This was the one where I circled and I go, okay, look, if this Bucks squad can't beat this version of the Steelers by a field goal, 
then maybe this Bucks team isn't for real. This isn't the team that I thought. Agreed. Yeah. And I will add to this that uh, producer staff misled us earlier when it came to Eric Almarola's odds uh, yes. to win the South Point 400. She's also misled us in saying that once the divorce was going to happen, Tom Brady was going to actually be something incredible. It has not happened yet no. up to this point. Oh, of course, divorce is not mm-hmm. official. Uh, but, no, I agree. Uh, the Buccaneers getting them down. Uh, and there's like a rogue nine on the screen. I would say the probably eight and a half is going to be the mm-hmm. predominant number because no injuries are going to change anything here. Uh, I am, I'm with you. Like if we're talking about some of the top legs, teasing this down, getting a, a Kenny Pickett who seems like he's going to have a penchant for turnovers against some of these more aggressive defenses, mm-hmm. that's going to be the Bucks here. Uh, this seems like this is going to be a pretty good situation for Tampa Bay to come in and cover about a two and a half. Yeah, this seems to me like you just short fields, like you're saying, yep. you know, short fields, pick sixes are in play, you know, whole nine yards here with, with Pickett. And he's going to learn, and that's what these rookie quarterbacks do. I think everybody got so spoiled by the years that Burrow and Herbert had and they just don't realize that every year before that and every year probably after this, rookie quarterbacks just take some time. Well, like, you know, I'd also argue that you shouldn't expect the rookie quarterback who in any other draft year was probably going to be a third round yeah. selection, right? Right. <laughs> is probably not going right, to yep, yeah. step in and be as productive as those guys. Yeah, behind this offensive line, just absolute garbage. Now, this would be the one that is going to be the most interesting of the week if people want to play it. It doesn't really fit because of the total as much, but. Seattle Seahawks are at home as two-and-a-half-point underdogs to the Arizona Cardinals, a total of 51 in this one. You know why the total's 51, worst defense you've ever seen for Seattle. You could get them up to eight-and-a-half. John, this is typically the one that I try to avoid because this Seahawks team is so incredibly high variance. And, like, that's, you know, look. Is it most likely to fall within eight-and-a-half because they are have been so good on off it? I mean, yeah, but – there's just a lot of variance that goes into this Seattle Seahawks team in general with that defense being so incredibly poor that this is one I think I'll pass on this. Yeah, week. no, I agree. Well, and obviously that's why you're right. When we're talking mm-hmm. about teasing these things, you look at the totals because higher totals mean a lot more variance mm-hmm. in a lot of those games. And I agree. I mean, I do think part of me, I, uh, I'm tempted to use the Seahawks on a teaser only because yeah. I do feel like they, they should not be catching, yeah. it, you know, two and a half at home. I grabbed three with them earlier in the week, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the market is still a little low on how good this team is or how competent yep. they are, I, I guess I yep. should say, is a better way to put it. And, you know, the market is moving that direction. So, like, a lot of people look at three and say, can you tease that down? Well, it's threes, but it's juiced to the underdog side. So, mm-hmm. uh, those are numbers where we're kind of get to that two and a half mark. You're going to be able to tease those up if you want to include it to get to that eight and a half mark. I agree. Like generally, you want to stay away from these. The reason why I'm tempted is I'm clearly higher on on Seattle than the market is, yeah. and that's why they're still, I think, a, a potential candidate for me this weekend. Here's another one that is a super high total, 54 now in this Bills Chiefs game, with the Bills being two and a half point road favorites. Of course, you could take that Chiefs team up to eight and a half if you so choose. I think I'm going to sit back and just enjoy this game, John. Yes, yeah. uh, I don't think I want to be sweating a you know what. What I've seen from this Bills offense so far, being able to just march up and down the field, it doesn't matter what's going on. I, It's a little scary to me, probably too scary, probably not going to be in the account. No, I agree. Yeah. And I think, too, look, the Bills in the two games that they faced Kansas City last year showed that they had a lot of success offensively. Mm-hmm. They know what they're doing here. I would say that, you know, it's a beat-up secondary, as we know, for Buffalo. And even if Poyer's going to come back, like, it's still a team that is hampered a little bit in that regard. So maybe that helps you out with Kansas City. Uh, but I'm with you. This is one game where I think I want to sit back and enjoy. And if an in-game opportunity presents right. itself potentially, but I don't feel the need to rush to add Kansas City to a teaser, especially, again, given the total of 54. Phillies did hold on 7-6 to six winners in that one over the Braves. So they do take game one. Max Freed goes down for the Braves. Certainly a game they thought they were going to win with him on the hill here. So now the Phillies 
up 1-0, and this is that this is that team, John, that is look defensively. Sure, there are some deficiencies, whatever, yep. but. Man, it is just bat after bat after bat up and down that Phillies lineup. And if they can get if they can get to one of these guys a little bit early, like they did here with Max Breed, they they could be scary. This team is interesting to me. Yeah, I would say so, right? And especially like in these in a lot of these series, sometimes you'll get um, the team that's favored. The rotation sets up a little bit better mm-hmm. for them. So in the next game, like I'll like to a lot of the times in baseball especially if these favorite teams go down one nothing, I'll come back and bet them to win the series mm-hmm. after that because the rotation sets up somewhat nicely. I think you can make the argument that's not really the case as you go into game two with Kyle Wright set to oppose Zach Wheeler right. in game two for Philadelphia. So that's not going to be one for me as we look ahead to tomorrow. But you're, you're right. Like, so, and sometimes baseball's weird, man. Sometimes two teams do get hot, mm-hmm. and these lineups start to turn out runs. They almost blew it, and I think that kind of speaks to some of the inefficiency you're talking about. But it's not a situation that I generally look for because I, I like to have these favorite teams down in the series to come back and bet them. This is not the case. Back to the NBA, and, of course, if you are going and getting the guide, you should also be looking at a way to subscribe to the Hardwood Handicappers podcast that is going to be coming to you, what, am I, tomorrow? Well, so, we're no, getting... tw- so twice a week, we're actually have a new episode out Tuesdays and Fridays. So okay. we're gonna go, I'm going to run home, record it, and we're going <laughs> to have a new one up later this, uh, this evening. Yeah, it's going to be Tuesdays and Fridays. And you know who's on the Friday episodes? Who is it? Kelly Bidlin. Midland Bidlin. Yeah, he's going to be on every Friday. Oh, huh? How about look that? Look at that. Midland Bidlin making his podcast debut here on the network. That's right. Look at that guy. He Listen, he knows his NBA and loves his NBA for sure. I will definitely be listening to you guys each and every week. We go in, subscribe to the podcast. You can go ahead and get in on the feed and all the things like that and, and make sure that you're uh, that you're getting that hitting your your podcast feed of choice. Like, rate, review, subscribe. It, yep. Yes, whatever it is. Uh, let's go to the Miami Heat. I teased that, if, hey, if you're a Miami Heat fan, we were going to talk about the Miami Heat. They go 53-29 and 29 last year, were the number one seed in the East. We are sitting with a 48-and-a-half win total for them this year. Make the playoffs minus 800. Miss the playoffs five. To one, as you did your research here on the Heat team, what did you come up with? Uh, under. Uh, this is actually mm. one of the win totals that I bet. It's under. Uh, I think you can actually let me double check what I've got here because there were some. Again, you want to shop around and get mm. some of these best numbers that are available to you. Uh, but Miami, and look, they deserve to be highly respected given how much that Eric Spolstra can get out of these units and how good they can be. You can find a 49 and a half out there uh, mm. on Miami, and that's the win total that's worth looking at here because, look, they got worse. There's Clearly, they got worse. P.J. Tucker is gone. Uh, they are now a little undersized. They're going to start Caleb Martin, a six foot five guy at uh, power forward. It does seem somewhat likely potentially that Tyler Hero might find his way into the starting lineup more often than not, as opposed to coming off of the bench. And if that's going to happen this year, you're talking about a bench now whose primary score is going to be one of Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, or Victor Oladipo. And a lot of people might look at Victor Oladipo and go, hey, she's fine. Mm-hmm. He averaged 10 points per game. Yeah, but it was on a really poor efficiency number of point, uh, points per shot attempts. And, at the end of the regular season, he was great, but it was eight games. What's he look like over the course of a full 82-game right. season? That's, I think, some of the problem here. And on top of that, their division rival, the Atlanta Hawks, I think got a lot better. So while you might get more out of Kyle Lowry this season, the loss of P.J. Tucker, a worse bench because your best scorer is going to now, I think, move to a vast majority of a starting lineup, I think that accounts everything as playing them under 49 and a half. Yeah, and I mean, I'm, I'm with you too. I just think that the – the East in general, right? It's like it's, it's yep. just just the whole the whole damn conference. It's it, just man. It's Milwaukee. It's yeah. Philly. It's Brooklyn. That's going to be together. way better. Yep, yes, exactly. Like, like we that's, assume that, that's a, that's really tough to I think find to navigate to fifty ish wins for the Miami. Heat. 
season. Dallas Mavericks sitting with the same win total there at 48 and a half to make the playoffs, minus 550 to miss the playoffs, four to one, Southwest Division plus 140. If you think they can win the West, nine to one. If you think they win the whole thing, 20 to one. As you dug in here, Look, we know what they bring to the table, and that's the the MVP favorite in Luka Doncic. We'll talk award markets and things like that just a little bit later in the show, so stick around for that. But what did you see from the Mavericks team as a whole? Uh, another one where you can find 49, and I think you can bet that mm-hmm. under as well. Look, the, the one thing that, we're, that bothers you, I think, about Dallas is, so Jalen Brunson leaves, okay? And the addition that they decide to make when they lose one of their primary ball handlers is go get JaVale McGee and Christian Wood. And by the way, Christian Wood, former UNLV guy. Love him. I think mm-hmm. he's awesome. But I think when you're talking about the depth for this team when it comes to their bench, they're really hurting at guard. Spencer Dinwiddie is going to be part of the starting rotation now. And as you're looking around and you're thinking like, okay, well, where's the rest of this guard depth coming from? Frank Nilakina is going to be like your primary back, a point guard. It's just not in a really great position. So if he's – Luka Doncic is incredible, and he's mm. the MVP favorite for yes. a reason. I even wrote about this. If he's got an MVP season, I'm probably going to lose this win total mm. because he's going to be awesome and they right. can maybe win 50 games. But I'm going to bank on a little bit of a defensive regression, the fact that they're going to miss Brunson. Like some of these numbers when we're talking about Brunson, I think I wrote about this. Uh, offensive rating dropped by only 3.3 points when Doncic left the floor. That's because Brunson was available. If you take both of them off, that's a full seven points less. Their offense was anemic without both of those guys on the floor. That's, I think, going to be a problem for Dallas as you move into the depths of this year, especially if Doncic is going to be available for all 82 games. So I think under 49, again, shopping around for the best numbers, worth betting under for Dallas. And that's the thing. We're not like, you know, we don't say anyone's injury prone or something like that, but like Luka misses a handful of games every year. It's mm-hmm. just, it seems like. And so, like you said, I mean, and that that matters, especially when you're taking an under as high as 49. And, and look, in, in today's NBA, a full 82, it's just not a priority anymore, mm-hmm. right? Like you just, it's not that much anymore. You want to see more rest from these guys. You want to get them healthy. And I think that's going to be the case for a lot of these dudes. We are going to get John's best bets from a, from a award standpoint. And we'll, of course, head through those last few teams we talked about as well. Continuing on with the NBA here. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
basketball season is ready to tip off, and now is the time to grab your VEASAN Pro Basketball Betting Guide with season prep on all 30 teams. Our hoops expert, Jonathan Von Tobel, everyone. He just happens to be here on the desk today. Provides strategy and advice as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. We also have five betting tips for beginning NBA bettors. You cannot get this thing by itself. You got to be a VEASAN Pro subscriber, so head on over to VEASAN.com slash subscribe today. As always, drink responsibly. So this is 22 million words, he said. 22, 22.718,000. Exactly. And that's actually, that, that's only what I wrote. Uh, there's, there's plenty from, you know, Josh and Adam Burke. And uh, also our uh, predictions, playoff teams, finals champions, and uh, MVP selections from some of the crew. That would include Mitch Moss, Kelly Bidlin, and others. And, and uh, if you missed the big announcement, Midlin Bidlin. Right. On the Hardwood Handicappers podcast every, every Friday. Friday. Every Friday. Every single Friday. So we shall we shall be tuning in for that for sure. All right. So I told people to keep listening. We're going to give the payoff here. What about the Pistons? We got a very, very short total here of 29 and a half. I have gone on, last year. I said, John, I'm like, mm-hmm. I kind of like what this Pistons team's building. I kind of yes. like what this Pistons team is doing now. They're certainly a little bit away. I'm not making some sort of crazy thing. Oh, okay, this team's going to compete or whatever. But I do like the foundation here for this Pistons squad. What do you think of the 29 and a half wins? So I completely agree. So the Pistons are they're going to be they're going to be my guilty pleasure this year. Mm-hmm. Every year I've got like a team that I think I, I circle as like an ascender that I'm going to watch and yeah. really keep track of. Last year was Minnesota. Uh, luckily, I looked really smart in betting them to make the mm-hmm. postseason, going over the win total. It looked fantastic. For this year, it's going to be the Pistons. Uh, and this is one of the big, bigger movers in the market before you know, in the offseason. Circa actually opened their win total mat at 26 and a half. Ooh. That's what I got in on. Yeah. Uh, there's still 28 and a half out there. I still think 28 and a half is perfectly playable if you're at a, a jurisdiction in which you can access that number. The, the, the Pistons have, I think, a lot of signs of a team that is going to show some upper momentum this year. And you go back to last year, Matt, uh, I've, I would assume that one of the reasons why you thought this team had some good stuff to work with, remember last year after the All-Star break, at one point they had covered 10 straight and they covered 14 mm-hmm. out of 15 games. And while they only went uh, 10 and 14 in the last 24 games of the year, they were 18 and 6 against the spread. They were very competitive in a lot of those games. And they're young. And Kate Cunningham, when he got healthy, he was one of the better young players out there. It's why a lot of people push for him to win Rookie of the Year. There's a lot of signs that this youth, and that's one of the big things about it, right? Mm-hmm. It's a young team. So you expect some sort of uh, improvement from a lot of these young players. But they also add a lot of veterans that are going to help them out quite a bit. That's what I was about to ask right? you. Like, if you look here and you say, like, okay, yes, of course you're going to love Cade Cunningham. Of course you're going to love these young guys. But there are some dudes here that can maybe help these guys, you know, learn a little bit along the right. way. Right. Like, Alec Burks is going to yeah. be tremendous coming off the bench. A good scorer, a good shooter. who can play a little point guard for them. Nerlens Noel as a backup center and defensive option is going to be great. Boyan Bogdanovich slated now to be in the starting lineup, potentially at power forward. That's going to be a really good addition for them. Plays off ball. Hey, hey, okay, defender, he's gotten a little old now, but still can shoot really well, and he's going to fit as a catch-and-shoot threat. Kemba Walker, for those who think, he's not going to be part of the team, so don't worry about that. But this team overall, is going, I think, has a lot of signs, especially when you're talking about 26-and-a-half mm-hmm. at the Open, 28-and-a-half that's out there right now. Like, to rate them as some of the like one of the worst teams out there, I think is a little bit of a stretch, specifically when some of the teams in front of them might be getting a little bit worse. The Charlotte Hornets are one of those teams. Right. The Wizards, I don't think, are going to be that great. There's some upper momentum for a team that showed some real growth at the end of last year, and the Pistons are going to be up there. Atlanta Hawks, a team that is always always a fun – you talk about those guilty pleasure teams. Like, I love watching the Hawks play. I love – 
uh, watch when whenever they're doing their thing. It's just so fun to watch them on the offensive side of the ball. 45 and a half is the win total for them. Make the playoffs minus 265, miss the playoffs plus 210. But one of the things here that I'm, and I'm glad you included this one, is a lot of people, they might bet win totals. They might bet someone to win it all. They might bet even someone to, to, to win the conference. Like, there's not a lot of division bets right. in basketball, and people don't take advantage of these things, but they're available just like it is in baseball. You can make a division bet, and sometimes there's value on these things. Yeah, and so you can find them in the range of minus over plus 175 uh, to win the Southeast Division, and the, the Heat right now are minus 195. So this is a kind of a correlation to what we're talking about with mm-hmm. Miami. Like, I think there's going to be a step back here for Miami. I think there's going to be a step up here for Atlanta. The gap between these two is not as wide, I think, as the market is indicating here. It is much tighter. And so when you're looking at a plus 175 to win the division, I think there's some really good value in a number like that, at least the way my numbers come mm-hmm. out to be. Atlanta, I think there, there's this thing, right? We do this all the time. I say the collective we, where it's like, oh, these two stars, how are they going to coexist together? <laughs> well, if you remember, we talked about that with the Brooklyn Nets where Harden went over there. And when all three of those dudes were on the floor together, yeah. they were one of the best offenses we've ever seen. Basketball players know how to make things work. DeJounte Murray and Trey Young, I think, are going to fit wonderfully together. And I think when you talk about more possessions with Trey Young off the ball, that's going to be a really good wrinkle to add for the Atlanta Hawks. I think him and Murray fit really well together. And it's not just those two either, Matt. Like, very quietly, this team has the potential to be a really good defensive team, and there is some sneaky good depth here. If you're talking about your starting lineup with DeJounte Murray, DeAndre Hunter, and Clint Capella, those are three really good defenders at those respective positions to have in your starting lineup. Their depth, Bodan Bodanovich, is a really solid defender and guard. If he could stay healthy, he's an incredible catch-and-shoot threat. He's a really good corner three-point shooter. Onyeko Kongwu is an incredible kid who has shown some really good development as a backup center and just super athletic guy in the front court. There's a lot to like, I think, about Atlanta as we head into this year. Their viability as a champion, not entirely sure. But again, viewing them through the prism of winning a lot of regular season games, taking the Southeast Division from Miami, and having this thing work over the course of 82 contests, I think there's a lot to like about Atlanta this year. And, and certainly not that he's been bad by any stretch. If you're averaging double-digit points and, and you know, a few rebounds and an assist here and there. But if DeAndre Hunter, sometimes we see – Guys, like, you know, in that fourth or fifth year, kind of really figure something out. And, like, you know, if that 13 points turns into 16 points a game or something like that, and those three boards turns into four and a half boards a game or whatever, do you take that little micro step for them? Now what you're talking about really entices me because if they you know they're you know the two stars are going to show out but like if you if DeAndre Hunter can take just like that next little you don't take a full step just a half step in this I think this team could be really interesting. I agree. Well, look for him it's also about health. 76 mm-hmm. games in the last two seasons played for DeAndre Hunter. Mm-hmm. He's got to be available and if he can be available I mean he is last year at the beginning of the season he, and he was incredible defensively. I, I took a bet on I bet him at 100 to one to win Defensive Player of the Year because I thought that there was something there defensively. Yeah. He gets hurt. He ultimately doesn't really work out for him. The, the potential is unreal if he's going to be fully healthy and especially if it's so nicely in this lineup for them. And finally, the Memphis Grizzlies. We're sitting right now with a 48 and a half win total to make the playoffs minus 700 to miss the playoffs four to one to win the Southwest plus 105. If you think they win the whole West nine to one and to win the championship 22 to one. What did you see here in the Grizzlies? So I want, I'm, I grabbed my phone to double check because mm-hmm. Circa was again, the high side on this from a win total standpoint. I bet under 51 mm-hmm. uh, on the win total for Memphis. And this is not 
I think a lot of times when you hear, I bet under on this team or whatever it is, a lot of people think, oh, you think they're going to stink? And that's not the case. Right. I don't think the market's really accounting for the change that the Memphis Grizzlies have undergone this year. Keep in mind, Jaron Jackson Jr., who got, I think, 11 first-place votes for Defensive Player of the Year season ago, he underwent foot surgery. He's going to be out for maybe up to, I think it's six months is the high end of that recovery. And he mm. got it back in June. We're still talking about the tail end of December, right. beginning of January. Also gone is uh, Kyle Anderson, who's a massive piece for this team. And also, De'Anthony Milton, who is a 10-point-per-game mm. scorer. Three guys who were integral to the, the, the team. Remember, we were all excited. They're winning 20-plus games without John Morant. Mm. It's because they had those three right. guys available. Right. Those three guys are gone now, and I don't think that's really being accounted for when you're talking about a win total as high as 51. And on top of that, when you're talking about a division around them that's gotten much better, uh, when you, know, you have your favorite team mm. in there, too, with the New Orleans Pelicans, as well as a, a very competent team in the Dallas Mavericks, and a Western Conference that has gotten incredibly better with the Los Angeles Clippers, the Denver Nuggets, and others around them. I, I think when you were talking about a high of 51, which is, again, the high that Circa reached or they opened up to, that is worth looking at. And still right now, you can get 50 and a half as compared to like a 48 and a half that's out there. If we're talking about under 51 or under 50 and a half, I think that's a playable number under for their win total. So we will uh, we'll get into John's award stuff here in the next couple of segments. But I do want to ask you real quick while we do have a minute and a half. I'm looking at teams, namely the Magic, the Rockets, the Thunder, the Jazz. We have one of the biggest prospects yeah. to come out in a long, long time. I've seen a couple of different people say maybe since LeBron. And with that, we have four teams we know are going to be complete garbage this year. Is this, have you already started to think about like, how do we tactically bet against it? Like, I mean, how do we, how are we going to navigate this? Because the, the tanking is going to be real. I mean, like this is going to be real. Yeah, so here's the thing. So I think this is a really long conversation to have. Like Orlando, for example, I would remove them from that conversation mm-hmm. because I like their talent. And remember, they have another first-round pick coming from Chicago, and they just had mm-hmm. the first overall pick. They might not be as motivated to go and do this, but I think you're right. Like a team like Utah, clearly they want to yes. do it. The San Antonio Spurs, the Indiana Pacers, and the Pacers, and among some others, this is how I would handle it, Matt. Some of these teams that are on the fringes that we think might be playoff teams, the Kings are a really good example. They really want to make it in. What if the, the team go, the season goes wrong for them? Or the Portland Trailblazers? Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're looking around and going right before the trade deadline, we're not that competitive. Let's start shipping these guys and off. And let's get some ping pong balls. And let's balls. get some ping pong balls <laughs> for some of these guys. I think that's where yeah. you're going to start to see this really take shape. Some of those fringe contenders that all of a sudden decide to punt on the season because mm-hmm. they understand that it's not really going that well for them. Yeah, because, I mean, this is, again, I don't think it's – I mean, you've, you've, you've looked at it far more than I have, but I mean, I don't think it's hyperbole. I've seen this. I've seen the highlights. I've seen the film. Like That's incredible. It, the guy looks. And by the way, it's not just him. Scoot Henderson, the, mm-hmm. the guy who's projected to go second, who played against him the other night here in Vegas. He's incredible too. We are going to roll on with NBA talk. We might continue this discussion here on the other side as well. I'm curious as to what you think about the thunder and what they might do this year. Coming back. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NASCAR playoffs are in full swing, and it's time to see all of your favorite drivers in the in fabulous Las Vegas South Point 400 this weekend, the 14th to 16th of October at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. VSIN's own Brent Musburger will be the Grand Marshal of the race, and he will also broadcast from the track Sunday morning on Brent Musburger's Countdown to kick off before the action. On the track, come on down to South Point Hotel on Thursday the 13th to see the Budweiser Clydesdales, meet with Mark Martin and his inaugural Las Vegas 400 winning car, and also special guest appearances by Brendan Gaughan and Las Vegas native Noah Gragson. South Point also has room and ticket packages available. 
for more information, head to South Point Casino. Oh. Com. You know it's not in this read, but it is on that graphic. John. There's a lot on this that graphic. Yesterday is, is, is free Bud Draft, and we didn't put this in. The th- like, That's you want to get people down here, free Bud Draft. We sh- this should be in the read. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you would get me at free Bud Draft. Yeah. And also Brent Musburger. And so, Brent, well, yeah, on, so let's go. Just come on down. You can meet Mark Martin and have free Bud Draft. That's right. While while you're doing it, so we did get a little bit of uh, a little bit of news here in the NBA, and this is uh, happening. You know, basically coming through as we were on air. Yeah, Lamelo Ball has been diagnosed with a grade two left ankle sprain. He's expected to miss time to start the regular season. Now, here is the thing, and this is mm-hmm. again, this actually ties in nicely with what we're talking about. So the Hornets are a team win total around thirty-seven. It's a team that has made the play in each of the last two seasons, but has gotten absolutely smoked mm-hmm. each time they've made it in. I'm going to read these eight teams, okay? Bucks, 76ers, Celtics, Nets, Cavaliers, Hawks, Heat, Raptors. Of those eight, who are you bouncing out to say the Hornets are a playoff team right. this year? So wh- why I say this is, one, they're minus 255 to miss the postseason. Steph, you asked, like, hey, what's the highest price you'd lay, whatever it is? If there's, a, if there's value in it, I think it's worth laying. Minus 255 is a price that at this point I think is worth investing mm-hmm. in for them to miss this postseason. And they also fit the bill of this fringe team that you kind of thought, oh, they'll make a push for the postseason, right. right? They got a young core, whatever it is. But if you have Lamella Ball injured to start the year, I don't think a very realistic path to the postseason. And we're floating around January, and this team's well under 500, not really cruising along. Who's to say this ankle doesn't start to bother LaMelo Ball a little bit more, mm, right? right, as the season goes along, and all of a sudden, it's the Hornets who try to find mm. their way down into, like, a path where they right. want to get into the Wembenyama stakes and get into that top tier of draft picks. I think those are the teams you're looking for. So, like, from a betting angle standpoint, yeah. under on the win total of 37.5, betting them to miss the postseason, the Hornets don't really think, I think at least, have a positive form here when it comes to coming into this year. What do you think the Thunder is, uh, what they're going to do this year? Because, again, Chet Holmgren out for the season. So, you know, basically not trying to win games. We keep talking about this. I mean, you, yeah. you, you mentioned, I mean, there are three what people are saying can't miss prospects in this draft coming up. And so if you can get one of the top three picks in the draft and you could pair them up, pair him up with Chet Holmgren, and then, you know, that's a pretty good start to, you know, a rebuild or whatever. Do you expect the Thunder to – do you expect them to try to win? Do you expect them to play hard? Or do you expect them to be one of these teams that we're looking at going, okay, they're they're going out there to lose every Man, night? Man, I, I don't honestly don't know. Yeah. I honestly don't Because if you were to tell me – if you were to guarantee me that they would try this year, I think they'd be very much in the realm of the Pistons. Yeah. If you look at them last year, the second-best cover team in the NBA was the Thunder. Mm-hmm. They were 49-31-2 against the spread. They were wildly competitive. They were a very well-coached team. Mark Dagonal is a really good head coach, and he gets the most out of these teams. And they're super young and, like, very talented. Josh Giddy, any other year, probably would have won a Rookie of the Year, mm-hmm. but last year's class was absolutely stacked. Shea Gilgis-Alexander is an incredible off-ball guard, and we know that Lou Dort's an incredible defender who's getting better as a shooter. There's so much talent here, and that's minus Chet Holmgren. Right. But at the end of the day, like, I just wonder, at what point do you turn the key and you go, okay, now it's time to start winning. Mm-hmm. But you've done all this to get this draft capital, and now we have three can't-miss prospects here. Until I see it from from Oklahoma City, I don't think there's really any reason to invest in them going yep. over their win total until they show us that they are willing to stop calling up fifth straight, you know, like, you know, <laughs> their seventh guy on the bench of the G League to start games for them at the end of the year. I just, because you, you don't want to get burned betting over 23 and a half and watching some guy that you have no idea who it is start games and play like 25 minutes right. for you at point guard when you're sweating out over 23 and a half. 
Heading to the top of the sixth inning, six to three in favor of the Mariners. They got to Justin Verlander. He only lasts four innings in this one, gives up 10 hits, one walk, strikes out three, and six earned runs. Uh, Logan Gilbert still going for the Mariners in this one. Five innings, four hits against, three earned uh, on his ledger here. So it is an interesting start to, uh, you know, game ones here anyway. Phillies get it done against the Braves, and then so far so good here for the Mariners against a team that everybody was, you know, even even big Yankees fans were saying, oh, no, it's the Astros or the team to be. Yeah, I, I agree. But mm-hmm. I will say this. So we talked about, like, the angle that I usually mm-hmm. take for some of these series where, the, like, the favorite teams go down in game one and potentially. Mm-hmm. If this result holds, yeah. the Astros are going to be a team yes. that I think are worth betting to win this series if they're going to be down one nothing to Seattle. Agreed. That they're just – they're just so incredibly talented. And baseball's weird. Sometimes you they lose are. a game. Yep. You know, you know, whatever. Sometimes but I'd rather, and I'd be willing to I want to see what the price would be. But if you're getting like a small, you know, probably like a lay a small price for the Astros to win that series going forward, or maybe even a small plus price, I think that's mm-hmm. going to be worth it to look at for the Astros. So let's look at the award market. And these are tickets that everybody likes to get in their account. And I understand it's it's sexy to be at the end of the season and say, oh, yeah, I've got a blah, blah, blah to one on this guy. And, you know, I, I, I get all that. And it's my favorite I thing. Listen, I don't, uh, you know, I don't bet the short shots ever, mainly because with the NBA and, you know, this as well as anyone, those numbers, at least for like six to eight weeks, aren't going to really drastically change as it is anyway, right? Like, I mean, like you might lose a little bit, but I mean, I would much rather see that the guy doesn't get hurt at the very beginning of the year or whatever it might be. And, And, you know, a 425 might turn into a 410 or a 390, but I mean, like, I'm okay with that, right? Right. If Like, I'm not, that's not anything I'm worried about. So, looking to hear at the Defensive Player of the Year, and the reason I reference 425 is Rudy Gobert is your favorite at plus 425. Bam Adebayo, plus 650. We've got 10 to 1 on Giannis, 11 to 1 on Robert Williams, 11 to 1 on Draymond. Mikael Bridges at 15 to 1. Uh, Mobley, 17. Smart at 18. Embiid at 18. And then a whole bunch of 20 and longer. Uh, what is your strategy just overall on the awards markets? And then we'll get into your, your defensive player. Of the so year. I, I've had to, I've had to shift it because mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm a little too analytically driven when it comes mm-hmm. to the awards and it is a little bit more, it's a little bit more simplistic. I, yeah. I'll give you an example. Like last year, if I gave you the statistical profile of Tyrese Maxey mm-hmm. and what he did from his first, his second, his rookie year to what he did last year, there is no question that he would be most improved, most improved player of the year. But there's a dumb unwritten rule that second-year players, right. they have to improve, so yeah. they can't win most improved. Yeah. So, you know, I, I lose out on something like that. So I've gotten a little bit more simplistic in my handicap, but I, I think you, you want to go, obviously, narratives are very big things mm-hmm. for here uh, for these awards. Guys are going to be near the top. They're always going to be there. It's a great point. Rudy Gobert, Bam Adebayo, Giannis, you don't really need to move off of those. But narrative, when I kind of build on that, is a guy like Herb Jones. Mm-hmm. Herb Jones is, for the New Orleans Pelicans, a basketball nerds like dream. Man. If you want to talk about how, hey, I know basketball because I know about Herb Jones. And like, that's kind of the thing. Right. But the Pelicans are also a glamour team coming into the offseason. There's going to be a lot of eyes on them. And for a team that might not be that good defensively, he is by far and away their best defender. He already got some all defense votes last year as well. He was an all defense rookie too. This is a guy who, when you're talking about you, the screen we have is 35 to one. 
This is why I always say shop around for some of these, especially in these awards markets. You can get him today at 66 to 1. You can get him today at 80 to 1. There you go. Where's that at? Right now at points bet. There you go. So, See, at yes. 80 to 1. Yeah. So, like, things like that, like, and I, that must have missed me because mm-hmm. I was looking around everywhere. 80 to 1 is obviously even better. Like, those are the kind of numbers that I think that are worth it when it comes to mm-hmm. betting into the, some of these markets because Herb Jones is going to be up there. He's going to get a lot of support for this. Uh, I think when you look at a Jared Allen type, not so much, but Evan Mobley potentially. Mm-hmm. But I think you want to go a little bit deeper for guys who have some narrative behind them, but also have teams that kind of have a spotlight on him. Mobley, for example, Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell are going to be really poor defensively. Yeah. But if they're going to crack a top 10 defensive rating, you know who's going to be at the center of that? It's going to be Evan Mobley. And if they're winning a lot of games, he's going to get a lot of support for that. And that number is going to start to shrink as the season goes along. Do you think that there's Gobert and Adebayo fatigue like with these voters? Because again, it's like those dudes you can make a compelling case for basically every single year, which is why they're the short shot. I mean, do, do you do you see them still winning no matter what, you know, what would it take for them not to win? I, I don't know. Cause to me, like we said, it is still narrative and it is still humans voting on this stuff. And so I just wonder if the fatigue sets in on some of these guys that are just at the top every single year. I would say for Gobert. Yes. Cause I think mm-hmm. he's won it like seven or no, three times. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Uh, that was his all defensive teams. Yeah. Bam's never won it though. So I think mm-hmm. that's okay. with, with PJ Tucker leaving and actually in the, uh, in the uh, betting guide, I mm-hmm. wrote like my top three candidates for each award. Bam was my short shot because P.J. Tucker's gone, as we talked about. And if they're going to finish in the top 10 again in terms of defensive efficiency, he plays a vast majority of the games. Remember last year at one point, he was the favorite to win this award. And if they can kind of check all those boxes and they're still up there, I think he's in very much in, in a, in, on a path to win his first defensive player of the year award. Who is going to win Rookie of the Year? Who is going to win MVP? Is there any value on some of the long shots that we want to stick in the account and hope – that it goes that direction. I mean, John, this is one of those things we'll talk about here on the other side. And like I, the reason I like to bet some of these things now is I like to get the longer, longer numbers yep. in the account before the season starts. Cause again, if the guy is doing what you need him to do to win the award, that number is going to be gone instantly. Right. And so it's kind of like, I like to get the longer guys in there. And then some of the shorter guys I'll, I'll sit back and wait on. We'll see what John thinks from a rookie of the year perspective and from an MVP perspective, maybe you'll go ahead and stick some of these in your account. Coming back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This 
This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Lace up your skates with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your home for the latest lines, odds, and boost this hockey season. The action will start right with the puck drop on Tuesday night. That is tonight, Tuesday first goal insurance promotion. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app every Tuesday and place a first goal score wager on any game. It's a whole new game. Let's start right here at the top because I don't want this thought to get away from us, John, with our with our pro tip for this hour, which is basically you just mentioned, you know, taking advantage of off-market numbers in the preseason, and those are kind of the things you really like to snipe as opposed to, you know, just like, oh, I'm, I'm going to play this team to win the championship because, right. as we talked about, those numbers basically are not going to move all that much or you're going to get better numbers as the season goes along. Right, anyway. and so I think there's two really good examples. Actually, there's three good examples of this. And mm-hmm. by the way, I wrote about this in the NBA Guide. You can go to vcn.com. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Um, it's the Clippers, the 76ers, and the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. And I think so, the off-market numbers for those teams, you can get the Clippers at about 8-1 to one if you shop around. They flash there every mm-hmm. once in a while. You can get the 76ers at 16 to 1. Uh, that con- consensus price is about 11 to 12 to 1. And the Denver Nuggets at 20 to 1. Their consensus price is like 16 to 18 to 1. And while that might not seem like a lot, yep. it's multiple percentage points difference by the vast, con- you know, the consensus. But it's also different than the numbers that I would say that those teams or the probability that those teams have of winning a championship. The Clippers, for me, are the highest rated team and the most likely team to win a championship coming into this year. Right, not the fourth right. choice that some would say and some of the markets mm-hmm. do, but the first, the Philadelphia 76ers. From a probability standpoint, I have them more as about like a 10-to-1 shot as opposed to a 16-to-1, which is out there, which I think is worth investing in. Mm-hmm. I think those are what you're looking for. You don't want to go in and say, I think the Warriors are going to win the title, so I'm going to bet them at whatever price. Like, No, yeah. you want to make sure that these numbers are a little off from the market consensus. And look at some of the recent examples. The Celtics, for example, when they were going through their lull last year, 66 to 1 was the price at which they bottomed out. Mm-hmm. Some spots are 80 to 1 to win the NBA Finals. They got to the NBA Finals. Right. The Easter, uh, the Eastern Conference Championship that the Hawks reached, they were as low as 65 to 1 to win the Eastern Conference that you could have gotten them at, and they make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And the Miami Heat, at one point, 80 to 1 that bubble year to win the NBA Finals, and they get to the NBA Finals. Now, did those three teams win those things? No. But you get those tickets, and you get them in the position to win those things, and you can work off of those and whatnot. But I think that's the strategy for me is just finding off-market numbers preseason or in-season. These numbers fluctuate. There's no need to bet the team that yep. you think wins a championship right away. And, and, and even like we said, in, even in some of these you know, prop markets as well, and I'm not saying bet this. I'm not saying this is just, this is just an example, right? Herb Jones just alone, right? Mm-hmm. If you wanted to play him for most improved player, right? The market consensus is about 80 to one. There's one book that's 130 to one right right now. You know, so I mean, like, literally, it's like if you just basically that's off market. So if that was something you were going to even consider, then bam, there's an off market number you throw in because, again, industry industry consensus literally is 80 to one. There's one book just sitting at 130 for whatever. And it's the same thing. If you notice when we're talking about these throughout the Mm -hmm. show, it's the same thing with the win totals, right? Yeah. I mean, a lot of the win totals that I've played are the ones that are a little off market or the ones that I just think are just off from my numbers. Mm -hmm. Like I did play a consensus win total in Minnesota. That's because I made that number just over 51. So I'm going to bet that over. But like the Grizzlies total, I played that under 51. That was by far the market high. Consensus is 48 and a half. Mm -hmm. Little things like that is what you always want to kind of look for. And to your point, it's the same thing with these futures man and i would say because diving into you can find some really off-market numbers in like the nfl and whatnot those number markets tend to be a little bit tighter because yep. there's a lot more information and a lot more people looking at it the nba kind of sneaks up on people and you can find <laughs> yeah. some really off-market numbers a lot of the time 
So let's look at rookie of the year. And this is one that I know a lot of people are going to have in their accounts here. And, you know, it's the names you would imagine that are all sitting single digits. I'm curious as to your thought is, you know, look, the the favorites, your Bancaros, Murray Smith, the Ivies, all that all makes sense, right? Um, what is your what is the likelihood in your kind of numbers that you run things that it that it wouldn't be one of those four guys? It's not entirely too mm. likely. Like rookie of the year tends to get a little chalky. Mm. You know, like last year, for example, the, the guys that you Kate Cunningham was the preseason favorite. Uh, Evan Mobley was the second choice to win it. I think before the season started, um, right? And then Scotty Barnes was I think the fourth mm. or fifth choice. You didn't really deviate from those guys very much, uh, and you kind of just stayed there. It's the same thing for a couple of these awards markets. So I would say that for the most part, it's probably not going to deviate a lot. Mm-hmm. I think if you're going to go away from the market, like the consensus favorites, you're going to look for guys who are going to be maybe bigger role players than you expected on better teams. So, for example, like we have this up, and that's actually really good. I, I like the name that's up there. Jaden uh, Jaden Hardy, mm-hmm. right, for the, um, for the Dallas Mavericks. Jaden Hardy's a rookie who a lot of people think might have a really big role. We talked about how they're really lacking at guard. Well, Jaden Hardy might actually come out and fill out that role mm-hmm. for them, a team that really needs a guard. And if he's going to do that and play really good backup minutes on a team that's going to compete for a postseason spot, maybe all of a sudden you're, I don't know, and we have 35 to one up there again, yeah. shop around, you're 35, 40 to one, all of a sudden becomes 20 or 10 yeah. to one, and he's in the, in the running for mm-hmm. that award. I think that's where you kind of want to look if you're going to look off market. From what you saw in preseason, I know that limited action and things and just what you kind of how you valued these guys coming out of college. What do you, I mean, is Ben Caro just, is is it two to one for him for a obvious, obvious reason because you expect him to come in and just make the transition pretty easily? Yeah, I think so. It's also because Chet Holmgren got hurt. Yeah. I think that's the other thing, right, is uh, that really worked out for him uh, when it comes to the, the likelihood of him winning this award. And he's going to get the run. And, and the Magic, I think, are going to be a little bit better. And they're going to use him quite a bit, right, mm-hmm. in terms of his different roles. So he deserves to be favored. But I always say this, and you know this, like the favors are always shaded maybe a little too like yeah. too shorter than they yes. should be. And so, like, if you're going to tell me, hey, I'm going to invest in Bankero two to one before the season starts, I would say why. Yeah, It's going to be there all season long. And odds are, if he even takes a little bit of a bump and is out for like mm-hmm. a week or two, you're going to get 250. You're going to get maybe three to one. It's not really worth investing in. I will tell you this. If we're talking about, like, preseason, and uh, this was actually – I won't give credit for this because I was actually told, hey, look at this dude. And his first three preseason games have been incredible. And he was really good in the summer league. Uh, and he plays for the Houston Rockets, and it's not Jabari Smith Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tari Eason has mm-hmm. been freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you look at his preseason numbers, 20.7 points, 10 rebounds, 1. Steal, 1.7 steals uh, per game in the preseason. He had an incredible, incredible summer league performance, Eason did. And he, I think, really sticks out as, again, the best I saw, maybe you can find something better, was 80-1 mm-hmm. to 1 on him to win Rookie of the Year. That is, I think, something, if you're going to go pretty deep, Eason has the potential to be a double-double type of dude on a, on a young team that needs a lot of young role players. I'm sure something we'll never talk about through the course of the season. MVP in the yeah, NBA. Right, yeah. Yeah. We never we never bring this up and never talk about it except for every single week because of the way these numbers go. Now, this is one of the ones where I am firm in don't bet any of the short shots because, again, like these numbers, just you and I, uh, you, you did a regular spot with us all last NBA season, John. These numbers never really swayed right. too far from where these are. Like, I mean, if you want to get, if you want to get one of the longer shot guys into your account, I understand it because again, if, if that starts to come to fruition, then that number is going to be gone almost instantly. Right. And so I think you kind of took that strategy here with the way that you played this uh, looking at cat. 
Carl Anthony mm. Towns, and again, with the off-market consensus price, mm-hmm. most spots have him 40 to 50 to 1. Circa's got him at 75 to 1. Yep. And, and he is a guy who is on a team that we've already talked about, I think is going to win 50-plus games, is going to be in contention for a top three seed. So you're, now you're already checking the narrative boxes, right? Yeah. Potential best player on best team, as they say. So they're going to be a top three team. He's going to put up incredible numbers. Yeah, I think he's got a chance to improve as a shooter, and he's going to look more impactful as a defender next to a guy like Rudy Gobert if they're going to be the team that I expect them to be, Carl Anthony Towns is going to be up there as a guy who is going to be competing for this award. And also, there is a fatigue element to this, right? Giannis Antetokounmpo, for example, I think is going to be incredible yet again this year. But for some reason, voters see greatness and they think, ah, oh, we're used to that. we got to get something different. So there's Luka Doncic out there, but I think they're going to have a down year. Joel mm-hmm. Embiid, I think, should probably be the favorite to win this award, not Luka Doncic, considering how good the Philadelphia 76ers are. But of all these guys that are in contention potentially for this award, if you're giving me 75-1 to 1 on a guy that I think is going to be on a top three team in the Western Conference and the rest of the markets are like 45-ish to 1, that's a price I think worth playing. And, and this is the perfect example of kind of what, what I'm talking about too as well. It's like if – if Carl Anthony Towns comes out just guns a blazing, like right. you think that it's possible, the the fifty even even the fifty that you can get right now is going to be gone. It'll be yeah. cut in half, right? I mean, it'll be twenty five by the second week of the season. So getting that in the account makes perfect sense. Now, if we look at the top of the board, let's just say let's just say you're the richest guy in the world and locking money up for nine months for right. a for you know for this minimal return is not that big of a deal who would you say is likely to win it? Or who do you think would win it? Where would you put the money if you were like, okay, money was no object of locking it up for a long time? Joel Embiid. Okay. Yeah, I think that's really the, – the Sixers are my number one seed in the Eastern Conference. I think they are they have a regular season team vibrant and all over them. They're actually going to be really good in the postseason. But they have an elite lineup uh, that's going to be out there offensively. And Embiid, again, narrative-wise, who's been the guy that a lot of people thought got shafted the last two years mm-hmm. because Nikola Jokic won the award? It was Joel Embiid. Right. And if he puts out in an even similar season as last year and they are a top seed in the Eastern Conference, Embiid should be the favorite to win this award, I think. Yeah, I, and I this is this is one of those where you look and I'm I might end up with an Embiid ticket at some point throughout yeah. the course of the season, but like it's not going to be it's not going to be at 650 and even if so, it's you know, I'll take the 650 a month from now or a month and a half from now or whatever it might be because it's likely going to be somewhere in that realm, but I'm with you. It just that seems to me like the, all the narrative, all the everything, because a guy like guy was on the cusp last year as it was anyway. Really quickly, going back to that with Carl mm-hmm. Anthony Towns thing, just a, a quick note. They also have uh, Lamella Ball at seventy-five to one at Circa to win MVP. If you're going to tell me they both have the exact same probability of winning that award, no, no thanks. Yeah, no shot. Again, guys, the NBA guide is out today. Go and become a Veasan Pro subscriber at Veasan.com/slash subscribe. Take in all the awesome work that John did, and of course, subscribe to Hardwood Handicappers as well. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.